Hello and welcome to this week's episode of What's New with Nikki. This is, fun fact, the first episode since our once every two weeks um, change from one week kind of thing. So hopefully this is a good change. Hopefully you all like it. But yeah. So anyways, on to the topic. Um, today we're going to be talking about breaking the states um, comparatively with other states. So pretty much what is uh, what is each state best and worst at in different topics, which we will be getting into today. Um, if you haven't seen the post from, I believe it was Tuesday, um, I kind of wanted to walk you guys through it a little bit because it's kind of similar to what we're going to be discussing for this episode. And this is ranking the United States on different topics in comparison to other countries. So on the post, the issues that I decided to speak on were healthcare, social progress, um, press freedom, rule of law, and gun violence. Um, um, sorry, not the gun violence, just um, those first four, healthcare, social progress, um, press freedom, and rule of law. So in healthcare, um, I kind of just discussed like nationwide healthcare systems um, across like various forms and its influence um, on its people. So the top seven ranking, it was South Korea, first place, then second place was Taiwan, and then as follows, it's Denmark, Austria, Japan, Australia, and France. And then for social progress, social progress is actually um, kind of interesting, so I wanted to talk on this a little bit. So social progress, um, according to the Social Progress Index, rigorously measures countries' performance on many aspects of social and, and environmental performance, which are relevantly uh, which are relevant for countries at all levels of economic development. So the index gives governments and businesses the tools to track social and environmental performance to make better public policy and investment choices. So the top seven for that was Norway, Denmark, Finland, New Zealand, Sweden, Switzerland, then Canada. Then for press freedom, um, it was uh, pretty much just you know the freedom of the press. Um, which the ranking for that was also the same, interestingly enough. So now to get in for the state's rankings. Um, These rankings are all according to the 2021 U.S. News and World Report state ranking list. So the topics that I chose were healthcare, um, education, and COVID-19 safety, um, three very prominent ones. Um, that I think were important to talk about. So to get right into it, we're going to be talking about the states that are the worst and the best for each of these topics, um, as opposed to um, the top few and the bottom few. So the worst state in regards to healthcare is Mississippi, in which it has a high employee uninsured rate, um, an increase in adults not visiting the dentist, um, death and extending visits to the hospital and visits to the hospital for reasons that have could have that could have been prevented uh, Racial disparities in health insurance coverage. So according to Sarah Collins pre-pandemic um, Black people died at two times the rate of white people for treatable conditions The highest rates were in Mississippi, Arkansas, and Oklahoma Also lawmakers do not want to expand uh, Medicaid. So the governor of Mississippi Tate Reeves has been open about his Uh, opposition of Medicaid expansion. He has rejected the federal government's offer to pay 90% of the costs needed to expand Medicaid in Mississippi, according to Clarion uh, Ledger. So there's also the healthcare 
um, insurance cost rising. So according to Commonwealth Fund Report, the amount of money that workers are putting into their employee insurance plans are rising, despite their wages not rising. So pretty much they're spending more money than they can afford to make back into income on their health insurance. So in 2018, on average, Mississippi workers spent 17% of their yearly wages for health insurance purposes. Um, and in regards to the best state for healthcare, it is Hawaii. So Hawaii Prepaid Healthcare Act of 1974 requires companies with more than 10 employees to provide health insurance to employees that work over 20 hours a week. So because of this, their uninsured rate is extremely low, with about 5.5% of people being uninsured. So the national average of uninsured people is 13.8%. Um, so that's incredibly low compared to the national average. So it stemmed out of their history of agriculture, where sugar and pineapple plantations would hire doctors to tend and care for their employees. So because of this act, Hawaii has one of the highest rates of health insurance coverage and access to health care in the United States, one of the lowest uh, and is also one of the lowest health care costs in the nation. Hawaii also has ready cancer screenings for anyone who needs one, according to the Los Angeles Times. Um, so Kaiser Permanente, I think Permanente, I think that's it. Um, an insurance company screens more than 80% of their members that are eligible for breast cancer. They also have um, mammogram vans that drive around the rural areas of the island as well. Um, this catches cancer early and is one of the best ways to defeat it as it has no time to spread. So with Hawaii offering the easy accessibility to these screenings, then you're able to fight off the cancer, which is not true in many other states. So in the second state for healthcare is Massachusetts. So the Affordable Care Act, uh, commonly known as Ob Obamacare, sorry, was based on the Massachusetts healthcare policies, fun fact. So in 2006, four plans before the ACA, Governor uh, Mitt Romney put many policies in place to expand healthcare insurance um, for um, certain citizens. So um, this also encouraged therapists and mental health workers to stay in the state for accessibility. So Massachusetts has more generous subsidies than the um, America, uh, Affordable Care Act, sorry. They are based on the people of Massachusetts' budgets and how they're able to spend on care. So in 2020, more than 97% of Massachusetts people were insured. From 2013 to 2015, Massachusetts had on average 4.3 deaths per 1,000 live births in comparison to the national average of six deaths per 1,000 live births. So there's also better accessibility for medical care. So community health uh, healthcare centers uh, provide for one out of seven residents, more than 200 primary care doctors for every 100,000 residents. And this also, the state also prioritizes mental health care. So in 2015, suicide rate was below 9%, um, which is below the national average of 13%. They credit this to Massachusetts's low rate of gun ownership, um, accessibility to addiction services, and prevention slash help services. Also, the MassHealth, the Medicaid slash Children's Health Insurance Program for the state includes mental health and addiction services within their care. Also, Massachusetts has um, higher honored uh, preventative care. So the Mass Health implemented in the Accountable Care Organization, the ACO system. So this also lowers the emergency room visits, which allows for more space for more severe cases and increases the saving. So with this program, money from Medicaid can go into preventative care. 
So according to the Commonwealth Fund study in January of 2020, 35 percent of adults did not seek medical attention did not take a medical test or did not take a prescription due to concerns about the cost Um, this is not the case in these two states so for education the worst state is new mexico this is due to the high poverty rate so the median income is about twenty six thousand dollars per year um, which is almost about the same cost for a top rated university so the income of um, people, um, most adults in the state, is about the same as the cost for an institution. So it also has one of the lowest in English and math scores in the country, um, a high dropout rate and low graduation rate. Forty percent of New Mexico high schools are graduating less than 67 percent of their students. In 2014 to 2015, the high school graduation rate high. Wow, that is difficult to say. High school graduation rate was 68.6%. The state that tried to implement a measure that would add 25 days to the school year, which would be more efficient than a student going to summer school. So many parents opposed this extension of time um, to learn for their children, even if their children were behind. So according to the U.S. News & World Report, uh, Lisa McCutcheon, a parent, feels like the state is, quote, tying her hands as a parent and saying we know better than you what your kids need. Um, As a compromise, they made a statewide mandate that only required students to participate in the extra days if their schools opted in. This would cause students at certain schools to be much further ahead than their peers at schools that didn't opt in. The best state in education is New Jersey. Um, This is due to the quality of secondary schools. Over 6% of their public high schools are in, wow, uh, I'm reading the state out loud, it's crazy. Uh, Over 6% of their public high schools are in the top 700 U.S. schools. 31.3% of 2020 high schools scored, uh, high school students, sorry, scored a three or above on AP exams. Governor Phil Murphy um, has put over $1.5 billion into schools since 2018 alone. Murphy has said today's recognition by the U.S. News and World Report proves that students across New Jersey, starting with our youngest learners, are given the opportunity to achieve long-term success. Um, there's also the high graduation rate to consider, as New Jersey's public, uh, New Jersey public high school graduation rate is over 90%. It's a low dropout rate at 9.4%. There's also an access to higher education, as about 47% of New Jersey residents are college educated. This is also the first state to provide universal access to art education for all public school students, which provides more opportunities for students to find their interest in possible future career paths. Also, more than 81% of students in New Jersey participate in arts programs each year. And for the last topic that we are going to be discussing, it is COVID-19 safety. So the worst state in regards to COVID-19 safety is West Virginia, um, where only 41.1% of adults are fully vaccinated. At the start of the pandemic, they were rated in the top five for vaccinations. Governor Jim Justice has been an advocate for the vaccine, but has not yet implemented any mandate. West Virginia is a typically red state and has won, uh, and was won over by Donald Trump in the 2020 election by a large margin. Many of the people there do not want to be vaccinated due to previous statements by the former president who previously opposed the mandate. Um, but this believes that uh, they believe that the implementing of the mask mandate would be penalizing people and isn't penalizing in quotations there, uh, people and does not believe that it would help much. 
and the best state for COVID-19 safety is Connecticut, where Governor Lambeau um, shut down schools in March until May 20th and extended it for the end of the school year. This is much more safe, uh, much more safe with COVID-19 as they were hit pretty early on. Um, they were much slower to reopen public spaces, um, long closure for bars, uh, casinos, etc. Also stay at home mandate until May 20th. They also had a very high testing rate. So according to Johns Hopkins Coronavirus Resource Center, Connecticut ranks eighth in the highest rate of tests per 100,000 people. Um, Current statewide guidelines and mandates, uh, masks are not required outdoors. Vaccinated people um, do not have to wear masks indoors. Unvaccinated people must wear masks indoors. Quote here, according to the Connecticut government page, masks are, be- masks are required to be worn by everyone in certain settings, such as healthcare facilities, facilities housing vulnerable populations, public and private transit, correctional facilities, schools, and childcare. Uh, they also say businesses and state and local government offices have the option to require masks to be worn by everyone in their establishments. Um, in comparison to the West Virginia rate, 71.3% of the population is vaccinated. In, um, and in comparison to the, the West Virginia, it was 41.6. So obviously um, a vast drop off. So Connecticut is pretty left leaning, which caused the majority of them to be um, in for the vaccine. 80% of them have also received at least one dose of the vaccine. So yeah. With that, those are our ranking states on those three hot-button topics. If you would like me to rate the states um, based on any topics of your choosing, then please feel free to reach out to me on any of the platforms that I have readily accessible to all of you to reach out to me on, which are my email, which is just what's new with Nikki at gmail.com, or the Instagram DMs, which are commonly used. So definitely feel free to reach out using that. So with that, we have this week's episode of what's new with nikki please be sure to tune into all of our other episodes remain active on our instagram and tiktok where we often post content that you won't want to be missing out on and yeah i hope you all enjoyed this episode and i hope you all have a great day